Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. So if you and or your team are still taking phone calls and receiving vendor supporting documentation via email, you need to authenticate that you are talking or communicating with your vendor. Please visit deborahrrichardson.com slash authentication where you will find a workshop on how to build an authentication reference. This is the answer to the question, are you communicating with your vendor or with a fraudster? Learn more today at Deborah R. Richardson slash authentication. It's that time of year again. Want to know how you can get you and or your vendor team ready for year end? Keep listening. Welcome to episode 108 getting the vendor team ready for the busy year end. So as of the published date of this podcast, it's now November and yay, 2020 is almost over. And time always goes fast in the accounts payable or AP world when it's close to year end. And so in light of that, And especially since many AP vendor team members are still working remotely, I thought I'd share a collection of blog posts, podcasts that can help you and the rest of the vendor team get ready for the increased volume at the end of year end. So you can process all those invoices for vendors that have not been set up yet and really not let that result in regulatory fines or payments fraud. Now for each of these, I am going to identify the episode number that you can listen to, but feel free to click on the uh, related blog post in the show notes, and then you'll see a link to all of the um, blog posts. And the blog posts have or has the podcast embedded in them. So you can uh, search for the episodes on whatever platform you're listening on, or you can click through in the show notes to the blog posts and then uh, go to the applicable blog posts and that related podcast that way. So a couple of ways you can get to it. All right, so we're just gonna go ahead and start. And I have one, two, three, four, five, six uh, that I recommend. And the first one is always part of year end and that's the urgent vendor setup, right? So this is the name of the blog post in the episode is urgent vendor setup. Here's how to protect your vendor master file. Now this is episode 11. 
And here I talk about how to plan for in advance and set up a process to handle the urgent vendor requests because we know they're coming. Um, there should be no expectation that any urgent scenario removes the requirement for your due diligence. Keep that in mind. Learn um, how to handle those urgent requests and the expectations of those that submit them. And I will say that as a practitioner, and I know um, if you work in the uh, as an AP vendor team, um, member, you have probably seen this as well, is that every time something um, becomes an urgent issue, uh, the expectation is that all the rules and, and validations and everything go out the window and they don't. So um, I do address that in that blog post and episode. Again, that was episode 11. The second one is um, my favorite because I actually really love doing this for clients, but it's time to clean your vendor master file. So you know the drill beginning in January, 1099 and 1042 distribution gets serious because the deadlines are approaching, especially um, this year or in January, 2021, because you're gonna have not only the 1099 MISC, um, but you're going to have uh, the 1099 NEC um, and there are different deadline dates with those. Um, so additional issues that are going on. So you don't wanna have issue, other issues related to not cleaning your vendor master file. So that's why I recommend this blog post. Um, now it does not have a podcast episode because back then I wasn't really, um, I wasn't, uh, uh, company or coupling them together, but it's a great, uh, it's a great blog post. So you can read that. Now, uh, when you send those forms out, you don't want them coming back, um, undeliverable. You also don't want the related IRS tax filings to result in B notices because your vendor's legal names, tax ID combinations didn't match. So I address 10 matching to address statuses, um, status. And then, uh, I also talk about a, uh, eight step process to clean your vendor match master file. So it's time. Uh, so please check that blog post out. Number three is get your vendor setup and maintenance desktop procedures in order. So, um, and this is episode 38. And so you want to make sure your vendor team understands the process and that they're all following the same updated processes if necessary. So create or update your desktop procedures, especially if changes were made following any extended work from home mandates. Um, within the blog and the podcast episode, I talk about tips as well as offer a free downloadable template. Um, if you do need help to document, you can definitely schedule a free consultation um, with me. I do have a two-week service for that. All right, number four is to create your vendor onboarding policy. Um, and the name of that uh, blog post and podcast is Create Your Vendor Onboarding Policy, a must-have for vendor maintenance. And that's episode 68. And you want to make sure your internal employees know how to deal with you. And for that, you need a vendor onboarding policy. 
learn what you need to include that will help support you at year end as well as other considerations. And do not forget to have the leadership sign. Now, I don't talk about it as a separate blog post, but you can also use that onboarding policy to um, populate a vendor welcome letter so that your vendors also know how to deal um, how to deal with you and how to have certain things done if they need any updates um, to their uh, vendor records. So um, that can kind of be a two for one, but you definitely need to let your internal employees know how to deal with um, accounts payable vendor maintenance and a separate vendor onboarding policy will do that. If you have an AP policy and uh, the vendor piece or section is in there, that's fine. Just make sure it, it addresses uh, everything that I that I include or you review what I include in the blog post to see if it applies to you and then include that in the AP policy. All right, so number five is protect yourself from an email scam today. And that is episode 72. And with the increase of fraud attempts during the pandemic, um, the year-end rush in AP should be no different. And I don't think anyone would be surprised uh, if you plan for an increase in um, fraud risk. Uh, and what I talk about in that, um, in that blog post and podcast episode is really about companies taking action against employees and then giving you what you need to know how to protect not only your company and your vendor, but also yourself from fraud. So I think that's a, a great one to make sure that, uh, that, uh, you either listen to or you read, uh, read the blog. All right, the last one, number six, is you need vendor maintenance team members and here's a recommended agenda. And that's uh, episode 69. So now that you have read all the blogs or listened to all of the podcast episodes and are more prepared for year in, you need to share it with your team. Regular meetings, especially during fourth quarter, will make sure that everyone is on the same page and is being kept up to date on AP processing issues, any updated year-end requirements, as well as help to keep that communication open if you or your team is still largely working from home. And that can be crucial, especially since at year end, there can be different mandates than or policies or requirements uh, uh, that do not occur the rest of the year. So a great example is in my uh, last position, we had um, one, um, we had a large volume of uh, requests coming in. At the time I was dealing with 2000, uh, my team was dealing with 2000 vendor requests per month. And that was just the normal time. So at the, at the year end that drastically increased. And so a couple of things that, that uh, I did uh, based on 
the volume, the there would be a quota that the uh, team members would have to uh, would have to adhere to on a daily basis. And then we always had to monitor to see if we uh, had some volunteers for mandatory uh, overtime. And another thing that we did was just really limit who had time off. Um, not to not to say that no one could have time off or if it was uh, if it was uh, if you needed to have or a team member needed to have time off, we would definitely give them time off. But we tried to limit it to only one or two people at a time if there if that was optional for the employee. And actually, that seemed to work very well. But all those types of uh, activities that really are based on day to day um, volumes, day to day um, requests uh, coming in and and getting processed um, really had an effect on what we did that next day, that next weekend, that next week. And so we had to make sure that we kept our team uh, up to date on what that activity was. So communication was key uh, at, at the end of the year. All right, so those were the six that I wanted to talk about. Again, um, click the link in the show notes for the blog post and you can go over and see all of the uh, episode numbers as well as links to the actual blog posts themselves. If you want more while you're there, there are plenty more blog posts um, where these came from. Um, Just click. Uh, to uh, view, um, once you get into the blog post, um, you can click on um, the free resources uh, menu item and click the blog post uh, menu item and you'll get to my um, blog post page and you can uh, filter them based on the category or you can just do a keyword search and search all of the blog posts that are there if you like some more information. Um, If you do not find what you're looking for, let me know. Um, email me at Deborah at DebraRRichardson.com. I will respond. Um, and maybe if it's uh, if it's a, uh, a great question that I think other people have as well, then it can be the subject of a new blog or podcast. So happy reading, listening, or searching. Thanks, everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 108th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.